0: Some streets and the pavements are burning I mope around Trying to smile But the leaves, they keep losing It's vile So vile Bag of milk We won't cry Bag of milk We're gonna get through some How, bag of milk, bag of milk, bag of milk. (laughs) Sorry, sorry.
1: Well, welcome everyone to episode 11 of the Bag of Milk podcast. And thank you, Fias, for that sad but somewhat inspirational theme song. Um, You know, the cruel summer version of the Bag of Milk podcast theme. And where did you derive your inspiration for such a a hauntingly emotional theme song?
0: A lugubrious dirge, if you will. Mm. Well, it obviously came from the uh, dramatic and tragic, if you're a Leafs fan, Game 7 loss against the Montreal Canadiens and, uh, you know, blowing a 3-1 lead in the playoffs against a staunch rivals first time meeting after 42 years or whatever it is and yeah just tragic but congratulations to all you montreal canadiens fans listening in to the bag podcast kudos to you your team deserved it and uh but at the time will you know it was mm. right after they lost literally right after he lost i came into the uh studio <laughs> oh, yes <laughs> and uh recorded that uh, like as i said
1: that that lugubrious dirge of a song. I I could feel every, every ounce of your heart and tears going into it. And, you know, I was crying along with you because I certainly felt the pain, you know, and as Canadians and you're still Canadian fires, really, you know, we just take hockey seriously. And most years I would be very upset and I'd not want to talk about hockey. And well, this year isn't any different. So we're not talking about hockey anymore. Okay. 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 But um this is the episode back after a week off and we hope that everybody is doing well. We're getting ready for summer. That was a summer song. And um what we're gonna talk about before we get into our feedback is a little bit of a synopsis of what we're gonna, you know, be talking about today. So the this first This is our summer our summer edition, isn't it? The summer yeah. edition of the
0: Bag and Mill podcast summer edition summer episode.
1: Yeah. We, I mean, we could be doing this outside in the hammock, in the tent, <sighs> in the, uh, lounge chair. I mean, most parts of Canada now also are experiencing glorious weather other than, well, you know, those parts that are really far north and the, uh, greater Barry area where it just is, the weather's always bad. It's miserable all the time. Miserable. There. Yeah. It's like they're in a dome or something. It's really crazy. A but- dome of misery. We're going to talk about Canusa bands, and you know what Canusa bands are, Fives? Those are bands. I certainly don't. They are bands that combine Canadian and American members. Some have majority of one country's members and majority of the other. So it's bands we're going to talk about. Give a little bit of a history about them, and uh, perhaps we'll play a few tunes in between for our. Oh, listeners. I get it. Canusa, like Can. Canusa. In USA, it's like exactly. a
0: portmanteau or
1: something like that. Sure, like uh, like uh, J Lo. No, I mean like uh, <laughs> <laughs> Benefer, that kind of oh, thing. Yeah. 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 Um, now we're also going to have you conduct the Summer Song Quiz 2021. You're going to give me some songs that I'm going to sort of, I guess, try to identify. Not quite these sure are going to be
0: or- will will mm-hmm. my favorite favorite summer songs and all of them have summer in the title so this should be very easy for you should be very easy
1: well you know how well i do on the quizzes and then we're going to end up with our celebrity fantasy battle of the week it's going to be rapper raptors fan uh ambassador drake versus (sighs) justin bieber leafs fan member of the cursed nation and and really responsible for most of the curses so, <laughs> for the leaves. yeah or just pretty much. in general <laughs> yeah well yeah most of the curses in general and and for Leafs I mean I think it's probably because of his gypsy background and, and nothing against gypsies but I mean mm. they do give out curses no I can't talk about gypsies okay we'll edit that out Do the gypsy is why don't you go ahead first off with some uh, feedback that uh, that you have from, uh, well, I don't know, maybe a couple weeks ago?
0: Yeah, you know, it's been a while since we've read some feedback from our uh, listeners. And this one comes from Vancouver, mm. which is in um, British Columbia.
1: Right. And that's in Canada, just for some of our listeners that aren't aware.
0: Oh, is it? Okay. So this listener says, as a point of order... I think the term should not be butterworms, but rather ear butters. Lieutenant Smith agrees with me. Mm. So I guess this reader is talking about butterworms when, we, when you coined the term butterworms. Right. Um, a, a butterworm being, again, for new listeners, an earworm, but an earworm that you don't mind being stuck in your head. So it's like a good thing. And mm-hmm. we, we, well, Will did, coined the term butterworm. But this reader, uh, reader, this listener, (laughs) um, (laughs) seems to think that uh, the term should be ear butters. And you know what, Will? I think Mm -hmm. he has a point.
1: Um, You know, I'm okay with feedback. I'm not sure if I'm okay with people telling us how to do our job. You know, we went to podcast university. Um, We had hours of training, you know, basically all the editing we've done, like all those episodes we threw out because they just weren't high quality enough. I I'm tore t- my ACL over this. Oh yeah. And then you broke your finger. I broke um, my finger. Yeah, And then, you know, it's almost like someone saying, hey, bag of milk, that's dumb. Why didn't you call the podcast bag of Stink'? I appreciate the feedback, but um, we're going to stick with Butterworms. <laughs> Did you have any other feedback?
0: Yeah. So um, I have another uh Another listener email, um, and this one is from Tucson. Oh, which is in Arizona.
1: Well, we've mentioned Tucson, of course, from uh, the Falco song.
0: That is correct, so good connection there, will. Good connection. Mm. Um, and this uh, listener says, "I fell asleep listening to your podcast." But then will, um, then this uh, this uh, this message takes on a, an unexpected turn. Then he says, actually, I've been resting in bed for the last 48 hours after being attacked by killer bees. Wow. Wow, that is uh, a very dramatic uh, piece of feedback there, don't you think? It was attacked, attacked Will Yeah, by killer bees after he fell asleep listening to our podcast. Well, you I think mean- there's a connection there.
1: Well, I mean, I thought that perhaps he did take Brian Cranston's advice that our podcast Mm -hmm. is the cure for insomnia, but then the the bees are now part of it. So, I mean, uh, I mean, hopefully he he was well rested after the bee attack. And and if our podcast had any part, um, well, thank you. Anyone else that ever is feeling tired or slash attacked by bees, put the podcast on. But start at episode one and work your way through. I've just got a little bit of feedback for us, and it comes from the great state of Texas. And the uh, our dog in Texas had a little comment for us. He said, I find these oddly entertaining, I'm assuming meaning the, uh, the episodes. You two are good. I mean that. So... Hmm. Uh, you know that's some positive feedback from Texas, and uh, I really do appreciate that.
0: Thank you so much, Senator Ted Cruz.
1: Before we get to the first segment, Fize, I also just wanted to give you a little bit of uh, earworm revenge, as I call it. This is a little bit of a surprise—a <laughs> surprise segment. Um, I know the kids, oh. kids out there, are familiar with the Big Friends um, reunion special that's on the hbo max there in the states and they show that on the uh the crave here so uh myself and the wife watched that and lucky me i had the friends theme song stuck in my head again for the next week and a half so
0: i watched that for like the first 15 minutes and i'm like "Ugh, this is awful and and change it but you know changing the channel it didn't do anything about that song being stuck in my oh, head either.
1: Yes. It's just, it's just, I, I think they put some sort of subliminal messaging in that song that just had it rooted in your brain. Like it's, to me, it's not even an earworm. It's like an extreme earworm. I think we've just pointed. It's like an ear,
0: in... like ear cockroach or like an ear. Uh,
1: yeah. I, don't, I know. An ear Ted Cruz. Anyways, it's the worst earworm Ever. 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 So the uh, first segment this week, Faiz, is the Canusa Bands. So again, this is a band that may have one or two members from Canada and then also have maybe one or two or more members from the USA. Some may just have one Canadian member, some may have one American member, but um, we're going to just talk about a few of them. Fias, why don't you go ahead with the first band that came to your mind in your uh, research for this topic?
0: Well when you suggested this segment you know the first the first song that came to my head was Love Is Fire and I don't know how many people remember this song but it was it was uh, by Lorraine Sagato who was the uh, lead singer one of the founding members of Parachute Club who sang Rise Up and John Oates of Hall & Oates and those you know people who are like familiar with uh, Hall & Oates you know usually Daryl Daryl Hall is the one doing all the singing and I had never heard John Oates sing before. So when I heard the song for the first time and heard John Oates's sort of warbling kind of voice, you know, honestly, <laughs> it, was a, it was a little startling, you know, cause I'd, again, I'd never heard him sing before. Hello. But you listen through that whole song, and it's a solid song, man. It is such, a, I really, really dig that
1: song. It's a good song. Yeah. And when you see Goodness. the video, yeah, his, his mustache is impressive as it ever was. He doesn't have it oh. anymore, but it was in its peak form. Well, I'm going to talk a little bit about a band that everybody knows called Heart, which is fronted ah. by the Wilson sisters, Anne and Nancy. Now, I actually didn't realize this, but originally there was a band called White Heart. I found a bit mm. of conflicting information on the internet because one source said that they were actually um, in Vancouver and then uh, one of the hearts sort one of the Wilson sisters joined and then the other one joined but then I found another source that said that the band actually was in uh, Seattle and then they moved to Vancouver but either way they changed the name to heart from white heart and then the rest is history so it was sort of a you know, a canadian american band i think it was like 50 50 and then there were some members in and out but you know they had so but many wait, wait,
0: wait. i mm. think most people think that heart is just anne and nancy wilson but that's not the case right no well,
1: there's much more to it there's other guys and they're canadian <laughs> <laughs>
0: So Anna Nancy Wilson, American, and the rest of the band, Canadian.
1: Yes, exactly, exactly. I, again my sources were a little conflicting on how the band came together, but um, you know, we do know that it is a Canusa band. Mm. Now maybe that'll bring you into the next band we're talking about.
0: Yeah, so uh, the next band we're talking about, well, what? <laughs> <laughs> I was going to talk about the Rascals. Yeah. <laughs> so I was going to go back to the 60s, will. Back to the, mm. you know, the psychedelic era of the I'm 60s. I'm going back right band- now. So the the band the Rascals Uh, Had a guitarist by the name of Gene Cornish And Mm -hmm. Gene Cornish was uh, Canadian, I think it was from Ottawa Or mm, I don't know, someplace like that And um, The Rascals, man, I love that band I love The Rascals, they had songs like Good Lovin', uh, Groovin' um, uh, People Got to Be Free Remember that song? And and one of my favorites, How Can I Be Sure How can I Be sure In
1: a world it's constantly changing. How can I be sure where I stand with you? Whenever I,
0: whenever I'm away from you. Such good songs there. You know awesome. remember the rascals there, Will?
1: I do, you know, um, give me summer love, and I mean that fits in with our whole summer theme today. And that's, uh, but that was uh,
0: not by the Rascals. Give me summer oh. love. No, 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 <laughs> no. What that was do? by, yeah, no, that was Steve Winwood's uh, band. Oh, summer, that give was summer. free. You're getting your.
1: What did you say?
0: No, that wasn't free. That wasn't Steve. Steve Winwood's band wasn't free. Was no, it? Steve. No, it was uh, oh. the, the Spencer Davis Trio. Spencer oh, Davis. that trio. one. That he was. Sang. What was give the song the that
1: you, you just mentioned with the word summer in it? See, I'm trying to get hints for the. Quiz. I didn't mention
0: any song. I mentioned good lovin', groovin'. Did you take your medication today, Will? I didn't mention any song with the word summer in it. I was just, sorry, I was. Distracted. Anyway, <laughs> and then which then reminded me of another powerhouse '60s band. Right, lovin' spoonful. Remember lovin' spoonful? Yes, I Love do. Lovin' spoonful was fronted by John Sebastian, who sang the uh, theme song uh, to Welcome Back, cotter Many people will remember that song for sure, and. And, and uh, John Sebastian was American, and his uh, co-founder was Zal Yanovsky, who was Canadian. He was from Toronto. And they formed The Love and Spoonful, and The Love and Spoonful had scores of songs. Yes.
1: Summer in the City being one of them. Do you remember oh, that? Now, that, that's,
0: that song That's has like summer the epitome
1: the of, of a summer song. Hot town, summer in the city. Oh, it's such a good song. Is it Hot such Time good. or Hot Town?
0: Yeah. Hmm. Maybe we have a, a misheard lyric uh, uh, contender here. Hot Tots. Hot, town? hot
1: Tots, Summer in the City. Hot Tots, Summer in the City. <laughs> 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 mm, hot Tots. That's not what we're talking about. But that is, I mean, they are like almost like an epitome of a summer band, don't you think?
0: Oh, yeah. But here's the interesting thing. So Yanovsky and John Sebastian, prior to the Love and Spoonful, they yeah. had a band called the Mugwumps. Oh. And the Mugwumps also had Mama Cass and Denny Doherty. So Mama Cass and Denny Doherty, of course, were both members of the seminal 60s band, the Mamas and the Papas. Mm-hmm. And the Mamas and the Papas. Is also yet another band that falls into the Canusa category because you had John Phillips and Michelle Phillips, mm-hmm. uh, both California people, I believe. And then you had Mama Cass, I'm right. not sure where she was from. And then you had Danny Doherty, who was like from, I think he was born in Nova Scotia, I think. So That's
1: correct. Uh, yeah. And as we were discussing earlier, he was in a group called the Colonials, a folk group down East in Nova Scotia, and they changed their name to Halifax Three. I'm assuming that they were three guys from halifax
0: was that after mamas and the papas when, no one
1: when was no that oh, was, was before yeah i think that they they saw him play and then he met them and then somehow they recruited him to join them but but you mentioned the mugwumps was that name taken from william s burroughs uh naked lunch
0: yes it was because i think oh. that's the only work of literature in which the mugwumps are mentioned <laughs> right because he's the one who came up with the with those wacky nutty creatures when he was all doped up on heroin and oh yes he and shot, and shot his wife in else. the head shot his wife in the head oh you uh, know William S Burroughs we could we could um we could devote a whole episode to William
1: S Burroughs we I really could think. and then we start to going back to Cronenberg you know and Naked yeah. Lunch you still then, you borrowed that book from me 27 years ago still haven't given it I still it back. have it on the bookshelf yeah I don't and, think I've even finished it
0: no, you know, it's a hard book to finish. But I think the whole idea behind Naked Lunch, uh, William S. Burroughs said that the idea is that you can just turn to any page and just start reading it. Yeah. I don't think it matters if you read it from beginning to end. And
1: No, because know. every time I put it down and picked it up again, I had no idea what was going on.
0: Yeah, I think it's one of these works that's considered to be very high, high art, high, high literature. But then there's a whole camp of uh, people who think it's just utter garbage. Mm, you know, it's... Uh, yeah, it's just
1: sort of like Danielle Steele.
0: Ooh, here's another interesting um, uh, factoid that I found out about Zal Yanovsky is that he was married to Jackie Burroughs, the great Canadian actress Jackie Burroughs, who oh. was in, I think, Road to Avonlea and Anna Green Gables, and I think a Dead Zone by David Cronenberg. Uh, another Speaking Cronenberg connection. Cronenberg. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Oh wow, yeah. that's I did not know that. I right. wow, you're just we're just connecting the dots left and right. Dot, 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 dot. Well, you know, Fias, I'm going to talk about now very popular American band from the 70s and the 80s. And while they're still going today, that band is called sticks Everybody's yeah. familiar with them. Now, what people may not know is that many years ago, there was a, a keyboard uh, player, singer, who was very popular in Canada. His name is Larry Gowan. He went by Gowan. He had a few uh, big hits in the 80s. He actually joined Styx as their keyboard player, and he's been playing with them ever since. So when um, Dennis DeYoung left the band many years ago, they started touring on their own. They can only do certain songs because uh, Tommy Shaw, or not, uh, sorry, Tommy Shaw is still in the band, I think, back and forth. But anyway, something about rights. So they were only certain songs, but they were looking for a keyboard player, and they got Larry Gowan. So that's uh, another band that has that Canadian-American combo. That we're speaking of and many canadian fans of music will know gowan because he fires. what is he a strange animal that's correct that's correct You're
0: that's what I know.
1: so larry gowan took over dennis de young so this would be like the new mm-hmm. sticks well he didn't really take over because i don't think dennis de young i don't know did he play the keyboards i can't say that i know but he just so wait a- so who
0: so so uh, so larry gowan what didn't wasn't the lead singer of the new sticks after no no
1: he's just a, a singer in sticks he does some songs he also there is actually when they play they also do a version of criminal mind so if you're if you're in the Ooh. states and you hear sticks you're hearing sticks play criminal mind you think this is a interesting Sticks song but of course when he plays in canada everybody's like oh sticks with gowan is playing Gowan's A criminal mind so they've kind of adopted it as their song too
0: yeah, Criminal Mind was uh, Gowan's first big hit song, and that was followed up by Strange Animal. I think mm. it was off the same the same album. That same uh, yes, initial his debut album, right?
1: Yes, good good music, good nice music,
0: very good nice.
1: And uh, what do you have next? That's it. That's all you got. Now, Fyis, remember I told you to do your research. We're gonna to have to talk about this again. Not... Dude, I gave you
0: three. I gave you three bands, and I gave you the <laughs> okay. mom. I gave you four bands. I gave you John Oates and Lorraine Segato. I yeah. gave you the Rascals. I gave you Love and Spoonful, oh, okay. and I gave you
1: the Mamas and the Papas. Okay, okay, I had
0: this whole '60s kind of
1: thing. You know, you I wanted did. to. You did,
0: except feeling a '60s vibe.
1: Yeah. Now I thought that perhaps you would talk about Blood, Sweat, and Tears because I would have talked about Blood and Sweat, Tears. I could have. I now, could have te- but I didn't. Technically, uh, there le- was David Clayton Thomas the lead singer of Blood, Sweat, and Tears. Yes, he was. Okay. He so was. Every, I think everybody else in the band was American. He was born in England, but he was, uh, he was a Canadian singer, another great band. Right. They've got some great summer songs too, don't they?
0: Oh yeah, they totally. Yeah. Um, <laughs>
1: <laughs> you made me so very happy, which is I was thinking th- of spinning wheel, mm, which that song is the opposite of what you were doing before we started recording. No, I, I, I just have to let listeners know that Fias and I had a little bit of a tiff prior to recording the show, but you know, we worked things out. Um, and when I worked them out, I say, I got Fias to stop being so mean to me. Okay? So it's okay, everybody. Don't worry. The band is staying together. Take
0: a load of Fanny. Take a load.
1: well you know there are a lot of other bands we could talk about you got the arcade fire which is all canadian except for um the uh win butler who's the the singer he's from texas but he's married mm-hmm. to uh the other singer and even other ones like i was going to talk about new pornographers do you know the new pornographers for they're a little I bit do, of a- yeah
0: i know it yes Introducing-
1: okay great band they their are a singer uh well one of the singers in the band nico case is a popular american singer she doesn't i was al- also
0: a big fan of the old
1: pornographers oh yes yes too bad when they big broke fan, up big fan that's why they oh, had man. to name the band new pornographers it was like that whole right. um quarry they're band. all in jail we hope everybody enjoyed this segment and hey if you've got some other bands we've missed send them to us let us know give it to us feedback we love feedback don't we fire us we certainly do. Canusa I, band feedback. And I think sometimes the listeners think that feedback just means, you know, you like the episode or you don't like the episode. Give us topics. Give us ideas. Hey, you want to be a guest on the show? Why not? Maybe we'll have you on. Maybe we won't. But, you know, give us some ideas. Please, please help us out. You want to create a rival podcast? Go right ahead. Mm, except, whatever happened to that Cedric Manchester? He should start a band.
0: Hmm. That's a good name for a band, isn't it? He's like Engelbert, Humple, Humple, Engelbert Humple, <laughs> Humple, Humperdink. <laughs> Engelbert Humperdink. Yeah. And Cedric Manchester. Wow, what a double bill that would be, huh?
1: And they're opening up for the Shitty Beatles. All right. So now's the time for the first annual bag of milk podcast, summer song quiz. And I'm not really sure how this is going to work. So I'll uh, pass it over to Fias uh, to uh, set us up.
0: So how this is going to work, Will, is I'm going to read you lyrics from five of my favorite, all time favorite summer songs. Okay. Mm-hmm. And you just have to guess what the song is.
1: Sounds oh, pretty simple, it right? It does sound simple.
0: Now I'm going to tell you, Will, that all these songs I'm about to uh, I'm about to give
1: you—they
0: mm-hmm. all have summer in the title. Okay, okay, okay. So keep that in mind. So all the Are songs
1: have summer in the title.
0: Correct. Okay. Okay, and I'm going to go in chronological order
1: now. Okay, you ready? Okay. What's that mean? Z to A. Okay. Oh, sorry. A. Z to A. Yes. No. <laughs> it's going to go from.
0: Earliest release date to the most recent. <gasps> okay, good. Release date. Good. Okay. Okay. Ready. All right. I'm ready. Now this song will from 1964. Okay. Mm-hmm. Here are the lyrics. Okay. Trees swaying in the summer breeze, showing
1: off their silver leaves as we walked by. That would be now do I have to guess the song and the artist? That would be preferable, Will. Okay. Uh, that would be uh Hey baby, it's summertime by Billy and the Blue Notes. Not even
0: remotely close. <laughs> okay. So I'm gonna give you a hint. Yeah, okay? give me a hint. I need a hint. 1964, okay. the song was
1: sung by a British duo. A British duo. Summer breeze makes me uh, oh um summer breeze by um the seals and croft (laughs) the Quarrymen
0: no no
1: do i got the song do i got the title right
0: no summer breeze was by seals and croft and that's also completely completely (laughs) incorrect so i'm going to give you one last hint and this should be a big one for you because this this song was a part of one, uh, the soundtrack of one of your favorite all-time films, Rushmore. Oh. I'm going to read the lyrics to you again. Trees swaying in the summer breeze, showing off their silver
1: leaves as we walked by. Um, well, first off, uh, Rushmore is not one of my favorite films, but that's okay. I was thinking of somebody else, sorry. Yeah, That's all right. Um... You know i i have a feeling that it's the devil went down to georgia
0: okay the song (laughs) is called a summer
1: song by chad and jeremy oh chad and jeremy the uh nerdy british duo yeah yeah i would have never got that in a million years On a summer's
0: day. Okay, this one is, is just going to be mm, probably even harder for you to get. Okay, yeah. this is from 1978. Oh. Okay, here are the lyrics. When the night comes with the action, I just know it's time to go. Can't resist the strange attraction from that giant dynamo. It's a dream. It's out of reach. Scattered driftwood on the beach.
1: Oh, man. Heavy Um, lyrics, huh? Yeah, those are heavy lyrics. Um, Ringing any bells? Is that the um, SpongeBob SquarePants summertime party song, 1978? Uh uh Uh-huh, uh-huh,
0: uh-huh. No. Here's another hint. Okay. Okay. 1978 yeah sung by a super group they had super groups back then mm-hmm hmm think of a supergroup from the 1970s oh, Will. Oh, Come on
1: oh I know what this one is um super yeah. group okay was the f- there was four of them right correct and they were... none of them were monkeys and they were <laughs> no monkeys or members of the monkeys it wasn't any members of the monkeys no yeah no, okay. no monkeys so no either sort no peter torque no mickey Dolans, no yeah. michael nesmith no davy jones yeah uh is it summer night city by abba
0: whoa you know people nicely watch... done will nobody's actually If there was one song i didn't think you would get yeah it would be that one so kudos i i'm 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 clapping. I'm I'm very very impressed.
1: And people won't actually believe that I actually got that that you didn't tell me beforehand. It's true. This is why would why would we do
0: that? Why would given we? Uh, given the quizzes we've had in previous shows, <laughs> I don't think believe that one bit.
1: Exactly. Did. Okay. Okay. Good. Well, there you go. What's, very, What's next? Very good. Let's move up okay. the charts. Let's move up the years. Now we're, now
0: we're, now we're going to the 80s, oh, my friend. Yes. This is from 1981. Mm-hmm. Okay? Again, remember, summer is part of the song title. Right. Here we go. You said forget about the airline. Let's take the car and save the fare. We blew a gasket on the grapevine and $80 on repairs. Hmm.
1: I'm thinking meatloaf. Ooh, you like, would be slightly off. Not, not the singer. I'm just thinking meatloaf would be nice right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, give me a hint.
0: The whole song kind of takes place in the San Francisco Bay Area. Okay, specifically in the area, will of Sausalito.
1: Oh, is it uh, Sausalito Summer Nights?
0: Yes, it is.
1: By I can't remember. Uh, the Eagles. The band's name was Diesel. D. Oh yeah, I wouldn't have got that. It was Diesel. Was it like that guy that used to be the wrestler? Uh,
0: no. No, no, it's the Dutch. Uh, I think there were a Dutch pop rock band.
1: They were Dutch pop rock band singing about the San Francisco area. Correct.
0: Yeah, isn't that weird? Because I always thought that they were like an American band, like a one hit wonder sort of American band. And uh, did you drop the mic again, <laughs> Will? I mean, what, what, what is wrong with you? Come on.
1: Can you not instead of
0: like putting that? Thing on dropping a chintzy box
1: you know that's gonna be a song on our uh, <laughs> on our uh, album be like dropping the mic yeah we'll get maestro fresh west to sing it
0: dude you just dropped it again
1: Okay, so I got that Sausalito Summer Nights, great.
0: Yes, you know, you you sort of like deflated the kudos that I was about to give you by dropping the mic twice, the reason? yes, the re- well done.
1: I was looking for a pen because I was trying to make a note about a possible uh, topic for the future, bands whose, whose um, names or songs make you think they're from one place, but they're actually from another.
0: Wow, yeah. I can't think of another band, uh, maybe Europe.
1: Anyways, we digress. Is that the last you got one more summer song? I got one more. Okay, here okay. we go. I've go. got from, like one and a half points so far.
0: You're doing very well. Very mm-hmm. well. You've got what well, you've got two out of the three songs. Okay. Here we go. This one's from nineteen eighty five. Oh. And the lyrics are Stan you know what? Will you know what I'm gonna do? Oh. To make this a little bit tougher on you, oh, no. I'm gonna I'm gonna read these lyrics out in an Italian accent.
1: Have time? Okay, sure. Yeah. Can, there, can okay. you do Northern Italian? sure okay great
0: here we go northern italian accent okay. standing on your mama's porch huh you told me that you were better wait forever oh and when you held my hand i knew that it was now or never hey
1: well fires. i actually knew it from the first line it would of course be summer of 69 by brian adams Everybody knows that song in Canada, and I'm not going to get into it because there may be some kids listening, but I found out most recently that summer of 69 has nothing to do with the year. Ooh. Ooh. And the rest is up to you to Google.
0: Okay, hey, Will, Will. Yeah. Okay, I got like a bonus song. Now, this song, this bonus song does not have summer in the title. So this is going to be a little little more difficult for you. A little little difficult? A little little, 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 difficult. Okay? Okay. Okay. Here we go. Take a drink right from the hose. Then change into some drier clothes. Climb the stairs up to my room. Sleep away the
1: afternoon. Luca by Suzanne Vega. Oh, <laughs> close.
0: Think again. Think Canadian supergroup. I know this song. Uh, uh, Take can, a drink yeah. right from the hose. Okay. Then change into some drier clothes. Climb the stairs up to my room. Sleep away
1: the afternoon. You know, I know it. I know the song and it's going to bother me that I can't get it, but I just, I just can't get it. What is it? It's Pinch Me by the Bare Naked oh.
0: Ladies.
1: Pinch me, pinch me, I'm still asleep. Is that a summer song or just a random song? No, it's a very summer song. Oh, I guess because the hose, because if it wasn't summer, the hose, the, the hose would be frozen, yeah. right? Because in Canada, That's it's right. always cold.
0: Mm-hmm. Wait. It's- and there was that lyric about him, uh, I don't know, something about him in his underwear. Remember that lyric?
1: Oh, yeah. I or, just, I made, just you made you say underwear. underwear. Yeah, that's a mm-hmm. good one. That's a good it's one. It's a total summer song, man. It is. Because you wouldn't be run- running around in your underwear if it wasn't summer either. Well, maybe if you lived in Nova Scotia. You certainly do. Mm Lastly, on this week's episode, we have our Celebrity Fantasy Battle. Now, last week, guys, we had a fantastic, interactive Celebrity Fantasy Battle with our special guest, Dave Bedini of The Rio Statics. And we had the SCTV versus the WKRP um, Celebrity Fantasy Battle. That was great.
0: That was great. That
1: was great. It's hard to top that. But this week, tell us a little bit about what we got.
0: Well, you know, because of the Leafs. Again. And they're... Tragic, Tragic Laws, again, something, a topic that uh, we weren't going to bring up. However, you know, I started thinking, who who's like the one of the, the, the most prominent uh, Leafs fans out there? And uh, Justin Bieber is what came to mind. And I thought, well, hmm, you know, Drake is very much associated with the Raptors. So why don't we do a celebrity battle, fantasy battle between Drake and Bieber, two of the biggest pop stars in the musical history and staunch fans of two proud Toronto uh, sports teams the Raptors and the Leafs mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. take it away Will what do you what do you think is winning this uh this fight here
1: well I I really tried to put aside my feelings uh for Bieber and really be objective in this fight um, um now first off you've got Bieber what is he like 42 now and he's <laughs> you know, he look, he's look. he got like so many tattoos, you can't even tell what his physique is like. Um, he's always wearing a baseball hat, you know, his pants are down to his ankles. So, um, you know, I think maybe he would be good in like a slap fight. You know, it'd probably end up with him just kicking somebody in the and then running away. So, you know what, you put him up against Drake. And I don't know if you saw any recent pictures of Drake, but it looks like he has been uh, taking up a very staunch regiment of working out and boxing. So really, when it comes down to it, I don't think it's any contest. I think that, you know, it's not even one of these things where if it's in the ring or if it's, you know, on the ATV trails and they're chasing each other or whatever it is, I think when it all comes down to it, Drake is going to knock his lights out. And I'm not just saying that because I, I don't have a fondness for the Bieber. I was about to use a derogatory term. Uh, but i wouldn't do that because we're all god's children uh but drake would kick his ass
0: uh will i'm gonna have to completely disagree with you because i think had you done had you done some research you would have seen that Bieber himself is a very avid boxer Mm. not only is he an avid boxer will but i think a couple of years ago he called out tom cruise and challenged him (laughs) to a mixed martial arts bout yeah back in 2019 he did and it was just kind of like out of nowhere because I don't think he and Tom Cruise have any kind of tiff or anything, but uh, yeah. And I don't think um, I don't think Cruise uh, took him up on the offer because honestly, I think Cruise was he had the fear of the Bieber in him. So I know I know Drake is very animated and he's, he's he, he seems like he's got that reach, you know, when he's on the Raptor sidelines and he's like punching the air when the when the Raptors score a bucket or something, you know, he <laughs> looks like he's got a very long reach, you know, right. But, um, but I'll tell you this, Bieber isn't 42 years old. He's 27. Whoa, and really? Drake is 34. So yeah, so he's got seven years uh, on on Drake, he's seven years younger than him. So I think he's he's got the physique. He's got the boxing skills. He's got the attitude. He's got that, you know, that that FU attitude, you mm-hmm. know, and, uh, yeah, I think, I think he's knocking Drake out and in, 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 in within the first 30 seconds of the match.
1: Well, about. I guess we're going to just have to agree to disagree again. Um, you know, recent pictures show that uh, I'm a believer. I'm a believer. I'm a, what do you call fans of Drake? Drizzle dicks. Um, no, but you know what? I, I, we're going to just, I hope that there's some feedback for us because I think you're wrong way wrong, buddy. There's just no way, but you know what, perhaps someday in the future, we'll get to see, um, also with that Tom Cruise thing, anybody could beat Tom Cruise. He's like about four, two, he's just a <laughs> teeny little guy. So have you ever seen pictures of him on like movie sets? He's standing on like milk crates just to be close to the size of his co-stars. But you know, I think Peter Dinklage has two inches on him, doesn't he? Oh man. Don't even get me started. The Dinklage is where it's at. You know what well, saying? maybe we
0: should pit Peter Dinklage and Tom Cruise in our next, uh, you know, uh, short person celebrity fantasy
1: battle. Oh, sure. well, mm, there may be some issues with that, but we'll we'll think about it. We'll think about it.
0: Maybe Randy Newman can do the uh, theme song <laughs> for it. Short
1: people got nobody. Short people got nobody. So that is the end of this. Fantastic episode, the 11th episode of the Bag of Milk podcast. Um, And I would just like to thank everybody again for listening. You know, we're going to try and just keep you entertained. Again, please subscribe on Anchor or Spotify. What else? You got the Apple podcast. Check out our website. Send us a message, text, uh, Telex. Um, Send us a letter through Amazon. Send us some presents. What else? What else can we do to communicate? A uh, clownogram or yep. I don't know. um milkogram. Do they have those? Ooh, a milkogram. Yeah. yeah. Actually, that's something I like that. Totally different. A bag of milkogram. Yeah. And we've got some exciting things coming up, Fias. We've got the first annual bag of milk across Canada road trip coming up at the end of July. Where 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 are we going? Oh, where are we going, Will? You know, I I don't really want to let Everyone know because I'm worried that you know if I once we get to those places it, it just will be chaos with all the fans there. But I'll let oh, that sounds so exciting, so exciting. I'll, Two, I'll give a, a little bit of a hint: is that one of the destinations has a giant goose statue? Ooh, will, will, yeah. Can I come? Uh, yeah, sure, sure. Ooh, yeah. I'll meet you. Excit- oh, wait, oh, oh, hold. On. Will, yeah,
0: will hold on. I'm getting a text from my lawyer. Hold on, okay, hold sure. On.
1: Uh, he, he said, screw that. Yeah. And I think uh, they haven't opened the borders yet. So you're still going to be, you know, have to, uh, stay there. But I mean, that would be essential travel. Would it not? To
0: me, it sounds like, uh, he would be, okay. but, uh, clearly Mr. Elfie Bailey thinks otherwise.
1: Oh, and I was so looking forward to picking you up at, uh, Moose Jaw International. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Will, that,
0: now I, you... That's three times in an episode you drop the mic. And that one, I, I really I think you broke it. But
1: actually I dropped it like the mic. drop it like, yeah, we're done. This episode is done. Drop the mic. You're done. <laughs> okay. Well, thanks everybody for listening. And I actually really, really, actually am sorry. So uh we'll see you next whenever. Sorry. Sorry.
0: Yo, are you ready for the drop? Yeah. So drop it. Yeah.